Hello, this is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. Thank you for joining me today. It blesses me. I want to get into the Word today. The Lord has put uh, something on my heart, probably going to be a short mini-series. But if you would, join your faith with me. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord, and we ask you for light, revelation, that I can speak the oracles of God, Father. I ask for a special grace and anointing that sets people free, that helps people live in victory. Father, I thank you for it. I bless you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you would, let's uh, look in the scripture at Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. Hallelujah. Praise your Lord. Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. It says, Judge not that you be not judged. Verse 2 says, for, without, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. I don't want to be judged, do you? And with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. In other words, God will deal with you the way you deal with other people. We set the standard on how God deals with us. Well, I need mercy. I want mercy. Um, I've had mercy in my life and so have you. If we got what we deserve, we'd all be dead and in hell. Brother Copeland uh, put my testimony in A Believer's Voice of Victory in 2003. It's available on my website for download at www.fqmin.org. You can read about how God had mercy on me, how he brought me up, brought me out, healed me. Brought me out of a situation where I wrecked a motorcycle, was life-lighted. But more than that, I had been living in a lot of sin prior to meeting my beautiful wife, Shara, and how he brought me through a lifestyle of sin, lust, and I was on my way right to destruction, but he had mercy on me. Amen? He'll do the same for you. Thank you, Father. Let's continue on. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye? Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. You know, there's a lot of commercials going on right now regarding politics. I have to be careful watching some of those because it's so easy for me to get into a judging attitude. Boy, I just have to turn it off at times rather than listen to some of it because I don't want to be held to the standard of judging them and me have to pay for it in my own life. Continually check yourself on what you're saying. If you're talking about people, what you're speaking over people, are you judging them? If you're talking about somebody, it should be in a way that, hey, let's pray for them. Let's build them up. They're going to overcome. They're going to prosper, increase. Not, ne not speaking negative about them. You don't want that coming back into your life. To talk about somebody else in a negative manner is opening the door for you to be judged. And we don't want judge, right? We want mercy. Let's pray over that. Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive me for judging people, for condemning them. Father, for being a hypocrite towards them. And Father, I ask you for mercy. I ask you to forgive me. Father, I receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God, that door's been shut, amen, on things that you have judged. 
See, Satan tries to get us to step into the office of a judge. He knows that if we try to step into an office that's not ours, that we're opening up the door to be judged. And we need mercy. It's a setup. Don't fall for it. Don't let him get you in that position to be judged. Stay in a position of receiving mercy. Amen. See, you cannot judge other people without being a hypocrite. That's what it's talking about with the plank in your own eye. Basically, what you're saying is what I think, what I do is right, and everything I've ever done is right. Well, that's a lie. It's pride. We know that. Don't get... Don't get into a place of judgment. Instead, get yourself in a place of mercy, a place of receiving God's grace. See, His grace is God's ability working in your life. The more of God's ability in your life, the more you're going to come up, the more you're going to live in victory, the more you're going to overcome. See, God's a winner. And you want that winning power working through you in the name of Jesus. So if we don't judge, we open up the door for that power to work in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's look over at 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Thank you, Lord. Man, this is going to help me. I believe it's going to help you. It's already helping me just by studying it, researching it, things that I've missed it, places where I've judged people. But I'm coming up. Amen? It says... In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 26, Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus, I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Brother Paul is trying to help us here. He's saying that to run your race, fight the good fight, don't judge other people. Be your, bring your body into subjection of the word that you will not be disqualified. Disqualified from what? Receiving the blessings of God. Receiving His promotion. There's only one person that controls my body, that controls my flesh, and that's me. That's why I have to bring it into subjection. In a couple of the translations, it talks about beating your body black and blue to bring it into the subjection. Your, your flesh wants to fight. It wants its own way. But we have to put it under control. We have to bring it under subjection of what the Word is, of what the Gospel is. See, if, if your flesh controls you, you lose an anointing. You lose your favor, mercy. You disqualify yourself. In many areas of life, I remember a situation um, I, when I was still in the engineering world where I worked with an engineer. He had a Ph.D. in biotech, graduated from Harvard University, had uh, just a brilliant mind. But the minor little thing would cause him to explode. Brilliant engineer. And rather than becoming the chief technology officer for a biotech company that's public, it wasn't public back then, but it is now. And all the stock options he had, he'd have been worth millions. Because of the, his, his anger, they were concerned of potential HR issues. They had to release him and make him a consultant where he didn't have the stock options. He still had a good, a good income, but he didn't have the stock options. It, it prevented him because he didn't control his flesh from being where God had called him to be. Our flesh will, will control us. And the enemy will use that. 
to hinder the blessings of God from operating in our life. Don't let that happen. Live in victory, amen? Live in the blessings of God. There was a, you know, me and my wife have ministered to outlaw bikers for 24 years now. And, uh, of course, a lot of those guys don't bring their body into subjection. And there was one of them that uh, Lord had uh, given us opportunity to minister to him. And he gave his life to the Lord. He's in heaven right now. He's in my future. I'm going to see him again. But before he got right with God, he was a mean man. Had done some stuff that was really evil. But uh, it's under the blood. It's washed away and he's in eternity. I remember talking to him one day and he said, Mike, I've got to go thump somebody. And I said, I said, well, man, I thought you had got saved. You know, Christians don't do that. He said, oh, you know, this is just club business. Just business. Now, if I was angry, it would be sin. But he goes, it's just business. He had some revelation that being doing things in anger is not of God. He needed to get some light in some other areas too, but... Over time, he did get it. He beat his flesh black and blue and brought it into subjection of the word. He ended up serving at his church. He ended up uh, serving God, ministering to other people. Glory to God, he's got eternal life. God brought him out of that lifestyle. And I am so thankful for it that he's in my future. I am honored that I had a part into being able to speak into his life, but Jesus did it. He bought and paid for it. He died on the cross for the man. The Holy Spirit ministered to him, convicted him, drew him close to him. Other people prayed for him. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you. And many sleep, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. We don't want to be judged, right? The Lord will send the Holy Spirit to convict us. He does not condemn us. See, Satan condemns us. If you've missed it, the Satan will try to come on, convict you, tell you you're a loser, you've missed it, you've messed up. But God is so merciful. If we judge ourselves, He'll forgive us. He'll help us. He'll bring us up. He'll bring us out. If you keep missing something, admit it. Quit it and forget it. It doesn't matter what you've done. See, the blood of Jesus washes away every sin. It's so powerful. You may say, ah, you don't know what I've done. It doesn't matter what you've done. You don't understand the power of the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. It's got power to set free. It doesn't matter what has been done. It covered and washed away the sin of all mankind for all eternity. Glory to God, Jesus did that for us. So, if you've sinned, admit it, quit it, forget it, go on. Don't take another thought about it. If those thoughts come back, take captive of it and say, No, that's been washed away. That's a dead man. I'm a new man in Christ. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. I've been set free. I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. I am in right standing with Jesus. See, Jesus, the Word says, He made us righteous. Our right standing with God. All you have to do is ask for forgiveness, quit it, admit it, go on, forget it. Don't ever think about it again, amen? In the Amplified, verse uh, 31 here says, For if we searchingly examined ourselves, detecting our shortcomings and recognizing our own condition. That alone could bring a somber thought for some of us. We should not be judged and penalty decreed by the divine judgment. We shall not be judged. Look at yourselves. 
Don't judge other people. Yeah, I've done similar things like that. Lord, help them. Lord, forgive them. Amen. But when we fall short and are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined and chastened so that we may not finally be condemned to eternal punishment along with the world. See, when the Lord corrects, He's doing it out of love to help us to overcome because He wants us to live in victory. Amen. God corrects those whom He loves. We'll get into that in the next, maybe the next session. But see, God corrects us because He loves us. He wants to help us. You know, I'm a pilot. And if I'm flying right towards a mountain, do you want me to make an abrupt correction and miss a mountain? Or be gentle about it. Well, I don't want you to be startled. No, you want me to put that thing in a 45-degree turn, power up, pitch up and climb out of there, get to a safe altitude. See, that's what God wants you to do. If you're getting ready to hit a wall, boom. No, He wants to give you correction to help you get on track, to get you overcome that mountain that's in your way. He has caused you to triumph. Amen? He has caused us to triumph. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. He'll bring us up and bring us out. Amen? Uh, let's look at 1 Timothy. See, sometimes we've been talking about judging, but also fighting. We have to bring our body into uh, subjection. 1 Timothy 6 says, fight the good fight of faith. We have to fight. It says, lay hold on eternal life to which you are called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Well, confessing good things about people is something we should be doing as believers in faith. I've got a book that uh, talks about fighting the good fight of faith. It's about the armor of God, the armor that has been bought and paid for that Jesus left us, that if we put on that armor of God, we are set to win. It protects us in battle. It also gives us a tool to win the battle. Um, It's a mini book. You can get it on my website. Call me, email me. I'll send it to you. Equipped to win. It's about the armor of God and living in victory. Amen. Jesus gave us this armor to keep us safe and to fight the good fight of faith and to live in that victory. We must be fighters. Ah, you may say I'm a lover. Yeah, God is love. And we are His children if you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. But He's also a fighter. We are fighters, amen? We are called to fight the good fight of faith. If we don't fight, we're going to get thumped. The title of the message today is Thump or Be Thumped. You're either going to thump the enemy, fight back, beat your flesh into black and blue, into subjection of the word, and live in victory, or you will get thumped. The enemy in John 10.10 says, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to give you life and life abundantly. Life in victory. Living in victory. That's what Jesus has bought and paid for. That's what he did. But to enjoy that victory, we need to judge ourselves. So that we get His mercy, we get the grace of God, the ability of God working in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Fight the good fight of faith. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Today we talked about who made you judge. That's a series we're going to talk about, about judging. Thump the enemy. Don't get thumped. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight back against him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He's made you an overcomer. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. I believe believe. 
that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I will have eternal life in heaven with you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Additional teachings like this one by Mike Kennedy are available on CD, free of charge and sent postage paid. Also, you can download this message and many others from our website at www.fqmin.org. To learn more about Mike and Shara Kennedy and the Vision for Final Quest Ministries, you can contact them through their website or write to Final Quest Ministries, P.O. Box, 20305 Bradenton, Florida 34204 or call 417 459 8900.